Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. From the Whiskey 61 Lounge, it's Mississippi's only food sports show on the airway. We're the only world food championship host in the state. This is the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Uh, lunch today brought to you by Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland. Startville and Tupelo Bulldog Burger uh, amazing burgers their chicken sandwich is delicious and uh, check out their spring rolls as an appetizer and um, their onion rings all at Bulldog Burger Lake Harbor in Ridgeland and then of course Startville and Tupelo show is also presented by Fueling Up at Fleetway Market, over 20 locations in the state of Mississippi, including Fleetway Market in Glugstadt, the Market Cafe. Uh, we've got our next guest on the Corona Premier Guest Line. I saw him last week in Atlanta. Roll Tide Insider, Ryan Fowler, 109 the game, Tuscaloosa, afternoon drive. Jimbo Fisher's biggest fan. He's joining us on the Out of Bounds Show. Good morning, buddy. How are you? Man, I am doing great. It's, you know, we're less than two weeks away from spring practice, excuse me, fall practice. Yeah, I'm so confused. I don't know what it is, but uh, fall practice. See, it's been a long off season over here. It's been tough. It's been hard to get through. We, we've hosted a funeral. Um, and after talking last week with, uh, you know, Nick Saban, um, I think everybody's playing for second place. I, I mean, I think this is going to be, it, it's going to be a beat down uh everybody just line up the revenge tour 2022 starts in 39 days 39 days until roll tide gets kicked off with utah state that'll be a sleeper and yeah. uh yeah 55 nothing uh first half 55 nothing hey, first half. I, i'm with you hey are you are you going to austin texas for the second game to see uh saban and sark you know if, if texas was not coming into the sec I probably would make that trip, but you know this. It's it's hard to travel. See, my show ends at 6 o'clock. Right. So either I'm going to have to leave on Thursday at 6 or Friday at 6. And at 11 o'clock, if it was an evening game, I could probably pull it off because Southwest goes 
directly into Austin from Birmingham. Uh, well, sorry, I think it, I think it stops at Dallas. I think it stops at Love, and it then goes to Austin. But uh, anyway, I'm not going to pull it off. Just an 11 o'clock start. Why do they have primetime games at 11 o'clock in the Big 12? Because it is, it, it's a great TV viewing part of the day because people have moved around for a little while. They may consume a little game day. Look, man, they've got it. There's a reason why Fox is doing their big game, you know, at 11 a.m. And, and ESPN's done more of it. Now, for those of us who want to do what you just described, it's a pain in the rear. But, um, all right, so I didn't even realize that was an 11 a.m. So that's, that's Tito's Vodka Bloody Mary game. Last week, did you go on Sunday or Monday to Atlanta and, and to the SEC media days? So I, I got there Sunday about 3, 4 o'clock. Um, I was actually supposed to get there at noon. But, see, I made a mistake, okay? My wife went with me, okay? And we stopped at the outlet center, and it was going to be a quick stop for a shoe place. I was in there for like three and a half hours. Oh, brutal. I can't believe I made that mistake. I, I mean, I did. I, I said, oh, hey, I'm, they, they, they've got something over here. they got something over here. I sat out on that bench with them little kids riding those animals through the outlet center. I sit there and I watch them. They made about 15 laps. I'm just sitting right there. I mean, I, I, I looked through Facebook, Twitter. I was so bored. <laughs> uh, and I kept saying, are we going? I mean, I thought we got to get to Atlanta. Well, that doesn't start to tomorrow. Anyway, just one more store. Just one more store. Okay. Anyway, three and a half hours later, uh, you know, Ryan's got a sunburn, and you know, but we got four pairs of shoes to go with the hundred and fifty that we have right now. We were getting <laughs> low, so we were. Well, so you you got Bryce Young on the on your show, right? I did Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. And have you had you had Bryce prior to that? Nope. That was the first time I. I've, I've had him on uh, group media availability, you know, when he stands in a group of, you know, five or six of us and we have a conversation like that. Okay. But never one-on-one. That's the first time I've had him one-on-one. And, and how was it? It was great. Um, he sounds like a veteran in the NFL. Uh, I think in that six minutes, I think I only got like three questions in. Like, I mean, he he elaborates on everything. Like, you can ask him, and he's sitting in the seat. And I, I said, now, Bryce, you know, I had the advantage because I just heard him down in one of the main rooms. I went down, and, and, and I heard him downstairs talk about last year was a failure. And so when I brought him upstairs or when they brought him upstairs to me, I asked him to elaborate on that. I said, I want you to explain to me why you thought last year was a failure. And – he, he gave the perfect answer. He gave exactly what you're supposed to say, regardless if it may or may not be true. He said, last year, we did some good things. He said, you know, I, I won some awards. Um, he said, but those are individual awards. And at Alabama, it's about a team award. And he said, when we don't accomplish that, we consider that a failure. And that stuff's coming from inside the building. I mean, he's not just coming up with this for himself. Sure. That's the message inside that building because Jordan Battle said pretty much the same thing. I mean, they're literally calling last year a failure, and that was the word that they used multiple different different times. That was kind of a you know a, a unanimous answer uh, between the three players. And we've heard it before, like Nick Saban, "Don't waste a failure, don't do this," you know. And 
you know, but I, I think they look back at last year, even though it was a – and I think that was Nick Saban's best coaching job. I mean, he took he took chicken poop on that offensive line and made chicken salad out of it. I mean, it was that offensive line was some of the worst I've seen in Tuscaloosa. I mean, 121 in the country out of 130 in protecting Bryce Young. Sacks allowed, they were 121 out of 130. And this young man won a Heisman Trophy running for his life. All right, Ryan Fowler, 109 the game, Tuscaloosa. On the Corona Premier Guest Line, he was in Atlanta all week. We got to see each other on Thursday, and uh, that was fun. And we got to see Jimbo Fisher and uh, Ryan's second favorite coach, Brian Harson, with Auburn, and then Josh Hyde. Hey, was I was there. impressed. I was, I was impressed with Leach and Kiffin. Um, I, I really, I, I want to. When you look at Lane Kiffin, there's no doubt he's taken some steps in the right direction, the way that he handles himself. Sure. You can just see a, a, a different level of maturity uh, with, with Lane Kiffin. So, uh, and I thought both of them had great answers with the NIL. Um, I like what Mike Leach said. He said, well, you know, right now, he said the NFL has more parameters around their salary cap than we have in college athletics. Yeah. That was beautiful. Beautiful. So uh, both of those coaches were impressive. Um did Leach or Kiffin work Radio Row at all? I did not see Lane Kiffin. Um, Leach came up and did, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. It's all based on your recruiting area and the way that they do interviews. Now, these hosts think it's all about them, okay? But I saw Leach go on in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, I think he went on Houston, Texas, and I think that was it. So he did Houston and Jacksonville and, you know, you got Matt Hayes over there strutting like he, you know, he just won the lottery. And, you know, nobody wanted to rain on his parade and go, you're in Florida. That's the reason why he stopped at your table. You know, right? I mean, it's I mean, it's not coincidence that he goes, hey, but, but you got to remember, in our business, the egos are so inflated that they just, I mean, they think that, you know, they are the show. But listen, uh Jacksonville's a hotbed of talent. Um, I think he may have did Atlanta, Georgia, too. Okay. Um, I think, but but that that angle was on the other. There was an L radio L radio road was an L. It was one line and then the other line. I couldn't see the other uh, end of the building. So right. Well, at least you got I to see he me. Stopped at Atlanta too. I did. I did, and uh, it was good to to do an interview in in person to be able to hang out and uh, we talked for a couple of minutes and. Uh, but they've they've improved some of that SEC media day coverage, and uh, we had a we had a really really good week. If they can continue that, because it it had got to the point it wasn't worth going. It was a waste of, of your no no you you were wasting your money. You you might as well go down the window and throw it out the window as you're driving down the street because it it had got especially the last time we were in Atlanta we got nothing. I mean it it was it was just garbage. Um, this year was probably one of their better years. So it, it's a gamble. It's like, you know, it's like rolling dice over there. But um, if they'll continue this and they'll continue to be able to pr- provide some pretty good talent coming through there, um, you know, I interviewed David Cutcliffe, Ronnie Brown, uh, Takeo Spikes, an Auburn guy. I don't tell anybody, but. Uh... Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. 
because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. WRKS Pickens Jackson. You ready? Let's go! Now live in the Bank Plus studio, where college football meets the all-lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming around the world live at the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. Where are you? The Zone. I think we forget Urban Meyer's not coaching. Or maybe we don't. Uh, the Adam, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars fans want to forget that he was coaching there. The Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, uh, is brought to you by Highball Eats and Fondren. Uh, now open for lunch and dinner. It's right by the Capri Movie Theater. They have plenty of parking in the back. And they took the greatest hits from Robert St. John's uh, restaurants in Hattiesburg create a menu and it's a restaurant first even though it has an amazing movie theater and bowling lanes bowling alley so highball eats uh robert st john's greatest hits from hattiesburg for you lunch or dinner it's got a real cool the bar's awesome um there's all these nooks to sit in you know cool places that they got the tiki bar to the left it's really well done. If you haven't checked it out, the, the new development in Fondren's really nice. This is ESPN 1059 The Zone. We're also we're always brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car at home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Blake Scott with me. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. I'm back from Atlanta. I tried to do as much as I could in 48 hours. Um, I went to the College Football Hall of Fame. And SEC Media Days. And I got to see Jimbo Fisher and Brian Harson and Josh Heupel. Um, electric. That was electric. Uh, Jimbo is something else. I never thought he would give us this much content. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I need to send him a bottle of bourbon or something. Uh, a bottle of Long Branch. Uh, that's, that's perfect. Long Branch for his ranch. That's right. Uh, now, here's a, would he drink Long Branch knowing that Matthew McConaughey is a Texas alum and he's an Aggie? I don't know. But if we don't tell Jimbo any of that, he's not going to know. No, he'll never know. Uh, if you're talking about, you know how we talk about how coaches live in their own world? And, and a lot of them lack self-awareness. And that's, that's fine. I mean, we, we love coaches. I mean, we love their personalities, how crazy they are, how paranoid they are, how egotistical they are, you know, all that. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I was watching him on th- when was Thursday. Mm-hmm. Y'all, he is he is in his own world. Yep, literally, I, he doesn't know what's going. You know, and that's fine. Uh, but uh, it was it was 
I still had fun, you know, kind of watching his mannerisms and him interact with people. Guy had it. He had it a, a dan, uh, um, kind of a a posse around him. Of course, he does. I mean, my gosh, I, I do. I, I mean, I've been to these a lot. I don't think everybody has that many. He was kind of shill. I mean, he had like, I think there was a bodyguard there, but he had like, I don't know how many A and M reps were there. I, I, I don't. I, obviously, the SIDs there. I got to see Bill Martin. Um, he's one of the good dudes in the in the world of of SIDs. Um, Tennessee. He, he is the number one guy at Tennessee. Yep. He was at Mississippi State. Prior to that, he was at LSU. Um, good dude. I had not. I mean, I just Tennessee doesn't play here often, as y'all know. And it was good to see him. And and he's one of the guys that doesn't take himself too seriously in the world of SIDs. And um, we just got to to chew the fat. And he just had a baby, oh. which is really cool. Congratulations to him. Um, and and he said, man, you know, Heupel's been fun. And uh, there's energy and momentum in the program and, and stuff we like that. We love the energy in the program, right? We got to yeah. inject some energy in the program. Yeah. No doubt. Um, but, and then Harson, you know, I was right beside him for like 20 minutes. You didn't even know he was there? Well, I did eventually. And, uh, you know, we'll see. The odds are he doesn't make it through the season. That's, look, I hate that. I mean, that's not personal. I don't have anything personal against Brian Harson, obviously. Uh, he's a good looking dude. Um, he's just in a bad spot. Think things just went south and I don't think he'll be able to patch it back up, but he did radio row. Uh, so did Heupel. I don't know if Jimbo did. I know I'm, I'm confident Jimbo had to do a lot more national stuff. For those of you who watch SEC Me Days, you know they have the big area with the main where you start, and then they break them out and they send them to all these other you know places. ESPN has a room that's much smaller. Uh, SEC Network has a room. CBS Sports has a room. You know, so they do all these other hits for for all these other platforms. But I'll tell you this: Radio Row at the College Football Hall of Fame is not bad. I still don't really want to go. You know, for any length of time, but I sat down with Ryan Fowler from 109 The Game, Tuscaloosa. He had been there since, like, Monday morning or Sunday night, <laughs> and I just looked at him, and I think he under, I just looked at him like he had three eyeballs and four ears. As an Alabama media guy, doesn't he just have a standing reservation in Atlanta? Yeah, but he was happy. He said, Bo, they finally changed it. They're, they've given us more access. I had Bryce Young on. Yeah, I may not be able to get Saban, but but I had Bryce and maybe Will Anderson and maybe the third. I don't, I don't remember who the third dude was. Uh, and that's good. And one thing that was happening when I was there is, you know, Harson was doing hits. Heupel was doing hits. And I assume Jimbo was, but I did not see Jimbo on radio. I'm Road. sure he at least did a hit with his local people. Yeah, like right? Tex yeah. Ags was there. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I don't. I, maybe a big Houston station was there, Blake, but I'm not what, sure. Look, hey, I thought it was interesting that the Austin Statesman had sent some people. Oh, because the they're best, getting ready for the S correct. entry into the SEC. The best question to Jimbo, probably one of the best questions of the whole week, was the Texas reporter re following up on something that Jimbo talked about earlier in his speech when he or when he answered a question a little bit about you know 
playing everybody in the league and and rivalries and traditions and and the Texas reporter like 15 minutes later I thought this was great he finally they finally got to him and he said Jimbo you mentioned rivalries or you know what are your thoughts on te- playing Texas when they enter the league and he embraced it and who would you want to play as your permanent rivals and that's when Jimbo dropped the whole um well Texas is a great rivalry we, and I I I loved that he and other unlike Ross Bjork who ran from it when this whole news broke last year right and said oh, oh, oh Texas oh, you know which is very little brother syndrome Jimbo's like no we that's a great rivalry we, we want to beat them every year yeah and that's how you should approach it if and you're we Jimbo. need Texas and Texas A&M playing again that's a great that was one of my it, growing up it was my mainstay Thanksgiving it was yeah you had Dallas Cowboys in the midday and you either had State and Ole Miss sometimes in, on the evening, but you also had Texas and Texas A&M on Thursday night. Mac Brown and R.C. Slocum. Absolutely. I mean, there's a hundred of different of those matchups that we got to grow up watching. And yeah. so I think that was great that he didn't shy from that. We all know the A&M-LSU rivalry has been kind of interesting and one that the SEC has wanted to cultivate sure. since they entered, although LSU has owned A&M for the most part. Um, but – the the fact that Jimbo dropped that state was their third one that they got suited with is interesting. It is interesting that A and M would pull state, and that would mean state would have A and M as one of their three permanents. Right. So that would mean if you're just mapping this as a Mississippi State fan, you'd have Ole Miss as a permanent. You'd have Miss. You'd have A and M as a permanent, and then the question is, who would your third permanent be? Because they're not. It sounds like they're not. going MSU do, has to avoid Bama. They're not going to pull pods. It looks like. So they're not going to the pod system, which means you're not going to have the same opponents that A&M has. You're going to have three permanents if that's the way they go. Or it's, do they do the one plus seven? Yeah. But but Jimbo seemed to insinuate that this is a very deep conversation they've had. Yeah, and I think it was one that was had, Correct. and maybe they've moved on to one plus seven. Yeah. I hope not. I hope they say three permanents. That's the best model. Nine, I guess- nine games, three permanents is the best model. Oh, God, State and Ole Miss will never win. I don't win. care. The, the, the level of winning is going to change across the board in college football. It's not going to be like it was. Yeah. As a fan... If you're three permanent, you pull Bama. Well, you can't pull Bama. You're screwed. You're correct. But if you pull A&M if and Ole Miss... If you just have one permanent and it's Ole Miss or, or Mississippi State, boy, you're in a better spot. Because you'll just get more South Carolina and Missouri back in a second. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by the award-winning golf courses at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club in Philadelphia, Mississippi. Uh, good morning. Welcome in. The show is powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbooks. They've got their win totals up. Go ahead and dive in. Make some Christmas money. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. The Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Our TV graphics are messing with me, but that's all right. Uh, you can watch the show right now on Facebook. Search the Out of Bounds Show. Okay. You can watch the show on Facebook, search the Out of Bounds Show, and you can watch the show on YouTube, search Out of Bounds Sports. Got that? Facebook is the Out of Bounds Show, and uh, YouTube is Out of Bounds Sports. We want to welcome in our friend Mike Dettelier, Mike D, LSU Insider, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. He joins us on the Corona Premier Guest Line, and we're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app. Mike D., we had a Luganbill mention, Tom Luganbill mentioned he called the LSU spring game, and he said that uh, he wouldn't be surprised if Nussmeyer uh, won the job. Obviously, Miles Brennan's been there forever. Um, I think there's one other guy that may be in the consideration. Would you be surprised if if Nussmeier won the job? I thought he was. I thought Garrett was the most improved player from a year ago on that LSU team. I really did. Uh, he was a gunslinger. He didn't like the moniker, but that's exactly what he was a year ago. He was a gunslinger. You know, uh, he's a little bit different than other LSU quarterbacks that we've seen, and that. He's barely six foot tall. Um, he's a movement guy. He throws well off the run. Uh, he's very confident uh, as a player, uh, extremely. And I think maybe a little bit too much so, maybe year one. And he's got some experience. I saw improvement in his reads and his recognition skills. And knowing a few guys that are on the staff today, they brought that up to me that he has gotten better uh, in that category of reads and recognition. So it wouldn't be a total shock to me. I still think Miles is the guy. Um, but I think Garrett is right there. The the other players, Jaden Daniels from Arizona State, who started for two seasons uh, for the Sun Devils, Year one, I thought he played really well. Uh, he's a tremendous athlete, a long, lanky, uh, lengthy guy that's got tremendous foot speed. And um, what we saw a year ago at Arizona State was an offensive line that couldn't protect him well. 
He was erratic throwing the football. And his receivers, it was no better than 50-50 if they were going to catch any pass he threw to them. So he went through the transition uh, in the spring. So I think what told me it was Miles Brennan was every year uh, for Manning, Archie will go to the head coach and say, I, I don't want a quarterback controversy here. I don't want him answering 5,000 questions about who he's up against. Give me your number one guy. Brian Kelly sent Miles Brennan. Okay. So maybe Luganville isn't aware of that, but but I get where he's coming from with Garrett. That I did think he was the most improved player from a year ago, especially on offense. There's no question about it. Uh, but he, he's a little bit different. He's not your six foot three quarterback. Uh, he's your six foot quarterback, and man, he makes some plays now, and he is supremely confident. As a player, he really is. Uh, but I, I think if you started the season tomorrow, it would be Brennan. Okay. But but you feel like, um, well, even right now, coming out of the spring, but in August, that it, it'll be really close between Garrett Nussmeyer. Is it Nuss or Noose? It's Nussmeyer. Nuss. Nussmeyer. Between yeah, Nussmeyer and Miles Brennan, you feel like it will be super Competitive and really close, Mike? Yeah, I think all three. Uh, because J- Jaden brings that running ability. Now, I do know Brian told us twice, on, on both times we've had him on WWL, that, you know, I'm not crazy about, you know, alternating quarterbacks. But if I had to, I would. If I have to, I will. Uh, so I think what he's telling you is I would like a clear cut winner. And that, uh, but that doesn't mean I'm in bed with him forever. So let, let's say Miles gets denied, and maybe there's a rough road. I don't think he would have any issue because he's not married to any of these guys. He really isn't. Now, the one guy he is married to is the freshman Walker Howard. And so this was the Saturday of the Manning camp, and Archie decides that he's going to invite all of the LSU quarterbacks to come in if they wanted to. And all of them did. Walker Howard, Garrett Nussmeyer, Jane Daniels, they all came in along with, well, uh, Miles was already there uh, for two days. And uh, the oohs and ahs, weren't about Garrett Nussmeyer and Jaden. It was Walker Howard. Mm. And and he's the future. He's the future at quarterback. No question. Okay. So And so that brings another that brings another stick in the spoke uh with all of this. And so you know, you can tell Walker's got Walker's got some talent. And he, man, he's got some arm talent. And you know, again, you know, with his dad was a former starting quarterback at LSU, and Jamie Howard, and uh, he's he's a very talented young man. But again, he's a true freshman. I, I think they'd really like to redshirt him if they could, uh, to redshirt him this year, and then, you know, 
next year, I think it, he would be the, to me, the clear front runner for the job in 2023. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Miles Brennan is in his sixth year. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it was one of the funniest lines of the Manning camp. Uh, Walker brought up to him, yeah, he says, uh, Miles, I remember when you signed with LSU. I was in the seventh grade. Really? (laughs) And you figure out the math, that's true. What? Uh, Yeah, Miles was in the seventh grade. I mean, Walker was in the (laughs) seventh grade. And so, you know, Miles got a kick out of Walker saying it. But it, it's it's true. I mean, you know, Miles is like a ten year veteran, uh, <laughs> so to speak, uh, at LSU, and so um, yeah, you know, he's he's been through a lot, and a lot, you know, he's had some injuries along the way, and he's been so and, close, Mike. I mean, he he was playing well a couple of years ago and got injured. And he I mean, gets, he got injured in the van. Oh uh, man, I mean, uh, he got injured in that game and um, against Missouri and. You know, he tried to come back from that and couldn't. And he went to see a lot of specialists for that. And it was normally an injury you would suffer in a car crash, is what doctors told him. And so he came back from that. I still believe... Now, some of them who tell you, oh, I knew he, I knew it was going to be Max Johnson last year. Well, I do know who I was talking to. And he was the head coach. And if had Miles been healthy, he would have been the starter. Now I'm not saying he'd have held on to it, but then he gets injured. He gets uh, he was uh, out of fishing camp, and he gets uh, a shoe caught, you know, in a in a stair, and he takes a tumble and oh, no. uh, breaks his shoulder. And so, um, you know, the guys that tell you that other stuff, and they got a couple of them. That you know they they got insider information, but I don't know who they get it from. Uh, I do know who I got it from, and, and I think Miles would have been the guy uh, had he not gotten hurt. Now, could he have held off Max throughout the season? That would have been the big question. But uh, you know, he, he didn't get that opportunity, and looked as though he was headed to Nebraska. And at the last minute, you know, Brian Kelly comes in and says, "No, I want you to stay." Oh man, this is man, this is fascinating to me because uh you know, Miles Brennan has has been so close. Um he's got skills, he could be a good player. LSU's always loaded around all these dudes. Um and then and then the Nussmeyer thing is interesting. Um and then you got the other two, the Arizona State transfer. I don't think Walker Howard's ready either. So man, uh wow. Brian Kelly, and, he, he, you know, I mean, it could be close two, three weeks into August practice, Mike. Yeah, I, I think for LSU, when when you take, listen, they loaded that wide receiver. Yeah, they are the defensive line. <laughs> they got some talent there, um, you know, because I've had people, you know, say, well, they left the cupboard bare. Well, I had an SEC head coach tell me the cupboard bare. Uh, when I took over, well, I'm not going to say the program, I didn't have no Mason Smith, Allie Gay, uh, you know, B.J. Ojolari. When I took over, I didn't have no Micah Baskerville or Greg Penn. You know, when I took over in that front seven at linebacker, here's the crazy part. 
the area that normally is the strength of LSU on defense is the biggest question mark this year, cornerback. You lose Stingley and Flott early to the NFL. Elias Ricks and McLaughlin made business decisions, and Elias goes to Alabama. McLaughlin goes to Arkansas. So you lost your top four corners. And now you got a lot of transfer guys, but which? how does that emerge? Because normally that has been the strength of that football team, has been in the secondary. And this year it is the biggest question mark. And you can make an argument the biggest question mark on that football team is that cornerback. And normally that's been the strength of their team. No doubt. But surely they have some, I mean, they may not be experienced, but surely they got some guys on the roster that they like project they got a that lot they of like. Tra- they got a lot of transfer people. Okay. Uh, you know, you got transfer people from Oklahoma State. You got transfer people, University of Louisiana and Gardner, who I think is a really good player. Uh, you had a former starting cornerback from Ohio State who is has battled a knee injury. And now he's here. So you've got some talent, but it's still quite, you know, you don't know. And so that is going to be interesting to see how that works out at corner. But I think they can get a push-up front. Their linebacking core is really good. And the safety position is, I think, has always been good at LSU. And I think it is again this year. Um, The big question mark on offense is, Consistency at quarterback and how quickly all this meshes in the secondary, especially at corner. And the other part, and again, uh, we had one guy who supposedly covers the LSU, but he says, well, kicking is irrelevant. You know, my thing is, kicking's irrelevant. You ought to be kicked in the head. Hmm. Uh, the kicking game is important, and the fact that their kicker, you know, gets picked, and he's with the Browns now. You got a true freshman and Nathan Dybert from Michigan. Now, unsolicited, Brian Kelly went on and on and on about him with us, that he thinks that he's every bit as good as anybody that's kicked at LSU the last few years. And Kate York was there. And he, I, in my opinion, he was the best field goal kicker I've ever seen at LSU in my 30 years covering the team. Can't tell me kicking is irrelevant. Uh, These games in the SEC are all close. Field position matter and points are premium. But uh, I think LSU's got a pretty good team. But, you know, when you not secure at quarterback, and you've got some question marks in the secondary, and you've got a fre- a true freshman kicker, that raises kind of the bar a little bit here. And But Brian's always put a lot of emphasis on the kicking game, and, and he's made it a point uh, in the times we've spoke about, you know, Brian Polian and how much time they spend in the kicking game because hmm. he thinks that it matters in three to four games a year if you don't have your kicking game settled. Okay. That it co- it could cost you 
three to four games a year. Yeah, Mississippi and I think, State and last I think year. Kelly's absolutely right about it. I think he's absolutely right about it. Okay. Now, again, some of the veteran sports casters or sports writers, they don't believe that. But again, God bless them. <laughs> they'll, they'll be the, no, they'll be the first geniuses <clears throat> that want to write a story about how much LSU misses not having Cade York. In the offseason, oh, well, that's the least of their problems. No, it, it's a major issue uh, with a true freshman coming in as a kicker, and he brought in his own punter from Notre Dame because LSU lost their punter too. Ah, okay. They lost their punter, the, the uh, kickoff specialist, and field goal kicker. Bang. All across the board. And their top return man. You know, Mike. He went to Nebraska. Dang. Uh, Mike, Mike D, Mike Dettelier, uh, LSU Insider, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. He joins us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. show is brought to you by Sound and Communications. Mike, I'm looking at win totals for LSU. It's at six and a half. Um, I'm taking the over on that. I am too as I, as uh, I, I walk through on, the schedule. I that already. Yeah. I, I just, <laughs> no, one of the things with Brian, and the one time he snapped, a little bit out of reporter was about what do you think about what Vegas is saying? And he said, I didn't come here to win seven games. Whoa. He said, no, they didn't hire me and I didn't come here to win seven games. And so I think he, he sort of laid the groundwork that, okay, you want to believe that that's great and fine, but that's not what I'm here for. Uh, you know, they're not paying me ten million dollars a year to be a seven and five coach. Right. No, no matter if it's year one or year three. Now, if it's in year three, then he, then he might be in trouble. Uh, but I do think that he's got enough talent to win eight plus. Eight. You yeah. know, be, being an eight and four team, and and maybe a ninth win in a bowl game. Now, Brando thinks he's, they are a double-digit winning team because Tim has been on the show a couple different times, and, and he, he thinks they, they'll win 10 games. Uh, but I, I think the six-and-a-half, uh, I'm going to go with the over on that. Okay. Because I you know, too. they say, well, the Florida State game's not a home game. Well, what the hell you think and you playing in New Orleans is for LSU? <laughs> you know, come on, common sense. Uh, but listen, we've had a couple of people tell us that too, and I'm almost had to pick myself up off the seat that it's you know it's a neutral site. Neutral site. They got more LSU fans in New Orleans than they do in Baton Rouge. Right. That's because right. Of the, because of the amount of people there. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's a home game when LSU plays in the Superdome in New Orleans. Uh, you know that might be breaking news for some of the national guys, but it is a home field. Advantage for LSU. I think the swing game is at Florida, Mike. I, I think the the game for me, and it's always been a pivotal game, has been Auburn. Oh, that those Auburn games. That's true. Have have been sort of nutty across the board. And LSU had them by the teriyaki last year and let them loose because they they had them for a while, and then Knicks was unbelievable it really was yeah he, he he played maybe the best game he's ever played in an auburn uniform and getting away from well, they they had him bottled up and he made some big plays with his feet 
so I think that Auburn game is critical because literally they don't have to leave the state of Louisiana in September. Right. In early August. Mm. They, I mean, everything is either in New Orleans or home. Yeah, you got to get off to a fast start. Brian should take care of, uh, you know, I just don't think, uh, I don't know, Calzada at quarterback, Brian Harson. it looks like they're in di- uh, dysfunctional and turmoil, chaos. But so, just when you think that'll happen. Well, that's true. You come up with some cra- Listen, Coach O was in trouble a few years ago in that Auburn game, and Auburn dominated them in the first half. And all of a sudden, that heat of South Louisiana started to beat down on them uh, in the second half. And D.J. Chalk uh, returns a punt. And listen, it was 50-50 if D.J. would catch a punt. Because I've been at the practices. And, and, and D.J., he, you know, he was hit and miss. But boy, when he was hit, he was something. And he returns that punt, and it changed the entire game. Uh, and LSU was down. I want to say it was like twenty to three or something in that range. I remember Russell that. Gage makes a one-handed catch at the end of the first half uh, for a t- score, but it was chalk on a special teams play that really changed the outcome. And man, the Auburn players at the end, <laughs> the the flowers had wilted on that team, and yet. That those LSU Auburn games have been really weird. I'm gonna be honest with you. Throughout the years, I, and for as long as I could remember, it has been a pivotal game for both teams. And uh, we talked about this a few years back. Um, you know, when LSU left his last game, and it looked as though the loser of that game would get fired. And it came down to a play at the end. You know, and the time ran out, and Les got fired. After the game, wild and Malzone, you know he, you know he, he survived. You know yeah. Gus survived. Then we'll leave it there. We'll see who it is. Miles Brennan, Nussmeyer. Um, you know that'll be they'll be throwing to some talented, talented receivers. And I like LSU over at six and a half win total. He is Mike D. Mike Detillier at Mike Detillier on Twitter. He joined us on the. Corona Premier guest line. Have a great week, Mike D. Thanks. Thank you, Bo. WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. Mike Dettelier brought to you by Sound and Communication, soundcomab.com. And, of course, uh, they'll put together your church AV system, conference room, sound and video systems, PA system for your high school football, junior college, G5, P5, Soundcom. AV.com, the leader in top quality audio and visual. All right, let's talk food today. We did that earlier uh, in the first show. Now we'll, uh, in the first show, in the first hour of the show. And this show's flying by, by the way. Uh, Highball Eats and Fondry. It's right by the Capri, the new movie theater. And Highball Eats is the restaurant and bar. It's open for lunch and dinner. And they took the greatest hits from Robert St. John's Hattiesburg restaurants, including Crescent City Grill, El Rio, Tabella, you know the drill. And they created a menu at Highball Eats in Fondren for lunch and dinner. It's a restaurant and bar first, and then a super cool movie theater and bowling 
Allie. Highball Eats and Fondren, open for lunch and dinner. Plenty of parking behind there. Greatest hits from Robert St. John's restaurants in Hattiesburg, including fresh seafood, gumbo, Tex-Mex bowls, all at Highball Eats in Fondren. Bill Blackwell, Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame, 915. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.